Starting and sustaining a business is hard, whether you're just beginning or have been at it for a while and need a pick-me-up. You're about to get exactly what you need. Welcome to Go For It. Your host is Joe Hausman. Today, you'll hear stories from others on how to keep going and laugh while you learn. Here is your host, Joe Hausman. Hello and welcome to Go For It. This is Joe. Thank you so much for coming back this week, this month, this year. Gosh, four years already with the show. And thank you so much for all my wonderful listeners from around the world. And everyone that even, you know, sends me messages and just knowing that this show brings so much value to you that it just does my heart so good to know that. And today I know will be absolutely no different. Today is a phenomenal show. And well, I think it's phenomenal, and I know you will too, especially from all the messages I've already received about promoting the show. But as you know, I'm your go for it business strategist. I'm a speaker and a best-selling author myself, and um, that's why I can't wait to be inspired and motivated by these guys. Because my first book, Go For It: A Woman's Guide to Perseverance, you know, even though that achieved uh, best-selling status on Amazon, but it, and it's been a blessing. It has been a blessing. I've been able, you know, the thing is when I wrote that book, I just wanted to be able to inspire one woman, one woman to go for it. And it's just such been a blessing since then. So thank you all for that. And, you know, for more information on me, you can go to johosman.com and all that information is there as well as, as long as purchasing the book. Now, I don't want to talk about me anymore. I want to talk about my wonderful guests that have been so gracious to come on the show today. I am so excited. I don't know if you've ever heard of Chicken Soup for the Soul books, but I know I have, and I've read a lot of them. Now, Mark Victor Hansen is probably best known as a co-author for Chicken Soup for the Soul books, series and brand, setting world records in book sales with over five. 100 million books sold. He is also a prolific writer with 307 books authored or co-authored, including The Aladdin Factor, The Power of Focus, The Richest Kid in America, The Miracles in You, You Have a Book in You, which I'm a true believer in for everybody, and the One Minute Millionaire series. He also worked his way into worldwide spotlight as a sought-after keynote speaker and entrepreneurial marketing maven. He is a charismatic speaker, having spoken to 7,000 audiences in 78 countries. And his beautiful wife, Crystal Dwyer Hansen, is a business strategist and successful entrepreneur, speaker, and author in the U.S. and China. She is also known as a celebrity coach, is a certified life coach and wellness nutrition expert, whose personal coaching, speaking, CD, and video programs, books, and articles have helped people all around the world, which is just, it's just so awesome. She is a member of the International Coaching Federation and the founder of uh, Crystal Vision Life, LTD, and Skinny Life, a wellness company. Crystal is also the author of Skinny Life, The Real Secret to Being Physically, Emotionally, and Spiritually Fit. Uh, Mark and Crystal are both heavily engaged and interested in clean, renewable energy through ownership in two companies, Metamorphosis Energy and Natural Power Concepts, both based in Hawaii. And Mark and Crystal, welcome to my show. Go for it. Thank hey, you, Joe. Joe. We're delighted to be with you. Thank you for having you. us. Oh, I am just so excited, and I just, you know, so blessed when you both agreed to come on. I was like, yes, because, you know, as we're going to talk about your new book as well, but I've, I'm have i in a, Kyle Wilson's Inner Circle, and when I heard you guys speak, I just knew I had to have you on my show. Your energy and your drive and your passion is just contagious, and I just oh. wanted to bring that to my worldwide audience because I'm just like, Everybody's got to know who you guys are. So tell us a little bit more. Of course, I've already, you know, read a lot of wonderful things about you, but how you got into all this and how you got into the book business, especially. Um, Well, I was writing my first book when I met Mark, um, Pure Thoughts for Pure Results. And that's actually how we met. Uh, We met at a book conference that my mom sent me to. Um, She said, you have to go to this thing. And it was a, only a day and a half away, and I was trying to get out of it, and I ended up meeting him at the VIP reception there. Um, I wasn't even drinking anything. I was, you know, really ready to toot my horn about uh, the success I was having with my clients. They were having tremendous breakthroughs, and I was so excited to write about that. And um, so as I was, a woman next to me was kind of talking with her hands and spilled a glass of red wine all, all over my white pants, and oh, lo and behold, um, Mark must have been looking my way because... He saw it, and he came to my rescue and said, uh, I think I know where the club soda is. You know, can, can I get you some? 
And uh, it, we just struck up a conversation for us that has, has never stopped. And um, so all these years later, you know, uh, Mark, of course, is uh, known for the Chicken Soup for the Soul series, and he's the super author of the world. But um, this is our first co-authored book together, so it was quite a venture. And um, what we, when we were thinking about writing Ask, what came to us, we, we spend every morning, um, you know, like an hour of our our the first hour of every morning meditating and and praying and deciding you know setting our day forth and and um, we realized that we wanted to bring a message to the world and that people needed some help and encouragement and what what we started talking about all the people that we knew so many people who have more talent than they'll need in four lifetimes but you know kind of going through why aren't they becoming all they could be. You know, this guy's so talented, he could be running a city. This woman's so talented, she could be a CEO of a company. And um, so we, we started saying, what is it? What's that one thing, that one skill that everybody needs to be their best? And what it came down to, we decided, was the ability to ask. And as we started looking back on our own lives, we realized that Asking was what moved us forward from every adversity, every problem, being able to be that strong asker. You have to be. I mean, and I said that, too, because I did a Facebook Live before this. But that's how we have to get to be where we want in life is to ask. I mean, we might get turned down, but you know what? You just have to keep going. And what I say is you can't go in the front door. You go in the back door and you make your way to the front. But just keep asking and keep searching out for what you want. And I love this book. And I have to tell you, I love the colors of it, too. The purple and pink are just fantastic. Thank you. Um, oh, good. We by got way, Mark me, back. Yay. Yay, yay Mark. By the way, I apologize. We about you. <laughs> <laughs> I, <do. laughs> I I've got to add to the story Crystal did. So I invited her out, and there were like a 1,000 people there, and they all wanted to talk to me. And I said, can I take you to dinner? And it was like 930 on a weekend night night. Thought, oh wow! And we went to the best restaurant in Hollywood, and there were just literally lots of people in line, and a hundred dollar bill wouldn't get in. But I'm, you know, because we wrote this book, Ask the Bridge from Your Dreams to Your Destiny. This is a perfect asking story. We go up to the maitre d, and he looks at my wife, who is scrumptiously beautiful, and says, "Okay, I give up. Who is she?" And he always asks. So I said, "You don't recognize her." Now his head's going fast through People Magazine and InStyle. He can't figure out. She must be a movie star, but he can't see who she is. Uh-huh. And he says, okay, I give up. Who is she? I said, she's a queen of Denmark. He says, no, she's not. And then all of a sudden he goes, oh, my God, she is. Who are you? And back to questions, I said, well, who travels with the queen? I said, the king. Oh, my God, you're the king and the queen. Hold on. And I get goosebumps telling you the story because it proves what you said about going in the back door, Joe. You can't be sure how you're going to get there, but if you keep asking, you're going to get there. That's right. That's right. Well, and what a beautiful story. <laughs> what a beautiful story, too. And you two are just a beautiful couple, and I just so appreciate it. And your Thank energy you. and your drive and your passion is really is so contagious, like I said, at the top of the hour. And when I start reading your book, Ask, I can see where you take that drive and that compassion and put it into that book. Because it's really, and I love that when you do your morning meditation and you, there's so many people that have that, they have that desire, but sometimes they don't know how to get there. So if they don't know how to get there, that's where this book is really going to come into play is just learning how to ask. And you actually have a lot of questions in here for people to start pondering and start thinking about what questions they can ask themselves. So did you guys do those questions yourself through your life or just from what you've heard from other people or how did that all go? Well, you know, I'm a transformational life coach, Joe, and, um, you know, the ask yourself part. So, so let's go back a little bit. Mark and I determined that there are three channels through which to ask. and Each of those channels is equally important. And those are ask yourself, ask others, and ask God. And so it all starts with that reflective journey, which is the asking yourself part, right? Because you need to understand where you are and you need to understand where you're going. And if you don't sit with yourself and take that time, and like you said, that's why that time that we take is so important. That's what allows us to move forward every day. And most people don't take enough time with themselves in this, you know, reflective exercise. 
Um, but when you sit with yourself and start asking some of those questions, it is amazing how the solutions are revealed. You'll get an illumination. It'll take you to the next step. You get it, start to form a plan. But if you don't sit with yourself and ask these questions, that can never happen. And I think sometimes people get stuck and just keep doing the same thing over and over again. And they're, they're stuck in their problem, so they're ruminating on the problem. But asking a question takes you out of the problem. And it's a technique I've always, always used as a transformational life coach. It's all about asking the questions. And for the ask yourself part, we say there are three critical phases of questioning. And those are um, the first phase is, where am I now? You know, and where and all those sub questions that go under that. What's working with my life? What am I enjoying? What am I resenting? What am I hating? What am I, you know, uh, what, what do I love every day? What do I not want to do? Um, am I happy? You know, and then the second critical phase is where do I want to be? Because a lot of us never really take that time to ask that question and all those little questions that go underneath it. You know, if I were perfectly successful in my perfect life, whether it's in a relationship or a career, what would I be doing every day? Who would I be talking to? What would, what would that relationship feel like? What would my business relationships look like? Who would I be talking to? Uh, what, who is my ideal client? And what would I be saying and how would they be responding in this perfect scenario? Because you need to go through those questions and answers to create the architecture for your life success. It really requires, we, human beings are amazing in that way. You know, we're creator, created in the creator's image. We get to create. We're the only animal that has the ability to do that. And then the third phase of that questioning, you know, ask yourself process is, what are the specific actions I need to take to get there now that I know where I'm going? Mm-hmm. So it's a really powerful exercise. Do you think people get fearful and afraid to ask themselves those questions? Do you want to answer that, Mark, or do I? <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Okay. That's why we have the seven roadblocks to <laughs> the seven roadblocks to asking. And we start with number one, sense of unworthiness, all the way through number seven, which is disconnection. But people get stuck in fear. They get stuck in doubt. They get stuck in excuses. They get stuck in pattern paralysis. And I can go into deep in every one of them. But let me just do unworthiness because all of us hit one or two of those or more over a lifetime, and some of us have all seven working against us. And what this great book of ours does, Ask the Bridge from Your Dreams, Your Destiny does, is wakes you up to it so you can look at it. And the best example is we have a great story by the one of the world's top real estate owner company owners, a guy named Greg Haig. And then he had us talk to all of his people literally around the country, and we're telling the story about Bob Proctor, how he overcame his sense of unworthiness. And all of a sudden, Greg stopped the interview, and I said, what? He said, I can't, I didn't see it. When I was in eighth grade, my dad was called chubby. So I thought to be successful like dad, I had to be chubby. Now he's very skinny. He's like a pencil. He's so thin and fit. But back then he said, in eighth grade, I was really fat. And he said, I love the girl next door. And I wanted to take her to eighth grade prom. And I told my dad every night, he said, go up and just call her. And three nights in a row, the phone was big and red and ferocious looking. And my lack of self-worth and, and worthiness, I couldn't call her. And finally, I go down to my dad. And out of lack of self-worth, I lied to dad and said, I called her. But she's going to a football player. Well, the next day I see her. And she said, you know, after after the prom, I thought, she said, I always thought you were going to call me, and you never called me. And he said, so I felt doubly bad. That's how bad a sense of self-worth is. It, it blocks you and thwarts you from asking, and asking is the number one key in the world, we think, to advancing, and we call it becoming a master asker. Oh, I like that, becoming a master asker. Mm-hmm. Love it. Yeah, well, well because- we're... I'm sorry, Joe. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. We have about three minutes until break, so I just want to let you know that. But, yeah, we have about three minutes. But, yeah, definitely go ahead. So two two parts. One is we've gotten so excited about the book because we've done, like, 70 podcasts around the world, and they literally are going great. We've got 121 letters, and Crystal didn't mean to get absorbed by it, but the people are being blissfully thankful. They're just saying, holy cow, I'm waking up a whole new self, especially seeing as 
we're all shut down by the government or locked down, 8 billion of us. And then, so what we decide to do is, this, hey, wait a second, get the book at Amazon because that's pretty much available everywhere in the world. And then number two is go to askthebookclub.com and we're going to have a free meeting where Crystal and I try to coach everybody in the world to become master askers and you're going to meet the best people in the world, literally around the world, and that's free. We can't, we just think it's that important that people learn how to ask yourself ask others, and learn how to master asking God. I love that. So askthebookclub.com. That is because I remember that now that we talked about that. So askthebookclub.com is phenomenal. And, you know, I think sometimes, too, because I'm a true believer in God. Matter of fact, James 4, 2 says, ye have not because ye ask not. And this morning when I was reading my morning devotions, it was like right there in front of me. I'm like, yes, it's all about asking, you know. It is. It is. and what asking, asking you will receive, right? Yes, exactly. Asking you shall receive. And it really is about that transformation, that transformation about, I remember when I was younger, Crystal, I talked to, you know, I talked about you um, before break, or before the show started, but in your chapter talking about your past, same with me. I was a, you know, single mom and um, had to raise my, I was a single mom from when my son was a baby, his dad and I divorced and just trying to figure out life, trying to figure out life as a young 20 something yeah. year old. And at that time yep. I was kind of negative. I mean, I've always been positive, but I was, I was negative on life. Yeah. You know, I was like, why did this happen? You know? But then all of a sudden, something switched in me. Something switched said, no, you do not act this way. This is not what God has intended for you to live this way. And I remember looking down at my son saying, you know what, kid? We got this. We're going to go and we're going to conquer the world. And that's exactly what we did. I moved halfway across the country with him. I mean, for a better life and better job at that time. And everything since then has just has gotten so much better. So when I read this book, I'm like, yes, finally, somebody has put them into words and put it into a book form. So that's why another reason I'm so passionate about this book and so passionate about bringing you guys on today because of uh, my past with the same thing and that. So when we come back after break, because now we are to break, unfortunately, but when we come back after break, we're going to talk a lot more about the book and then getting into their askthebookclub.com and a lot more with Mark and Crystal. I'm just so honored. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back after break. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. I have a special offer just for listeners of Go For It. Learn how to maximize your business through the art of a mastermind. Being in a mastermind group can help propel you farther in life and business. Plus, you can also help others in their life and business. A mastermind group is defined as a peer-to-peer mentoring concept used to help members solve their problems with input and advice from the other group members. Since you are listening to the show, there is a place for you in my next mastermind group. For more information, visit johosman.com. Are you tired of being just the status quo? Are you tired of not earning what you are worth? Most of my clients have fear to blame for that. Overcoming fear and feeling empowered helps navigate you to becoming your better self. As one of my clients says, Joe, you are a shining light in a dark world. Wow, that says a lot. Let's get you going to becoming your better self and recognizing when fear and obstacles come into your life. We all have fear and we need to overcome it in order to go for it. Let's help propel you to live your best life. Contact me at joehosman.com. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Go For It. To reach Joe Hausman with a comment or question about the show, please send an email to joe at joehausman.com. That's J-O at joehausman.com. Now, back to Go For It. Welcome back to Go For It. This is Joe with my phenomenal guests today, Mark Victor Hansen and Crystal Dwyer Hansen. So excited that they're on the show today. Now, at the top of the hour... 
if, as you know, I always ask my guests a little bit about their past. So we got crystals, but unfortunately, I don't, Mark, uh, something happened with this phone. So we got him back on. And so, Mark, tell us about where, how you got to be where you're at today and a little bit more about your past and the, maybe the Chicken Soup for the Soul books. Absolutely, and thank you for that question. Um, it's 1974. I've been building geodesic domes. I've been inspired at graduate school and been a research assistant to the brilliant genius Dr. Buckminster Fuller. I built the Wall Street Racquet Club Botanical Gardens aviaries. Problem, I'm building out of PVC plastic at the wrong time. The Arabs said, we can write checks so big your banks will bounce. And I went bankrupt for $2 million in one day, my best, worst experience. I went bankrupt so fast, Joe, I had to check a book at the library, How to Go Bankrupt by Yourself. And it was a, an atrocious time. For the next six months, I'm hiding under the cover. I'm thinking about killing myself because I thought my self-worth and net worth were the same. I did not realize. Now I am clear that they're not. And anyone listening, if you're hanging on by your fingernails, as some of you probably are, know that that's not true and that we're cheering you on. But I was sleeping outside another guy's room in a sleeping bag for six months. And all of a sudden, it dawned on me what I really wanted to do. And I went down to my three roommates in Hicksville, Long Island, New York, and I said, hey, I want to be a speaker, and I want to talk to people that care about things that matter that would make a life-changing difference and really transform people in a positive, majestic way. You guys know anybody that's young, that's not a celebrity, not a lawyer, not a doctor, not a famous person that's doing it? The guy said, yeah, 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 I'm in real estate, and this guy's older than you a little bit, a few years, but he's out in Hop Hog, Long Island, New York, talking this morning. So... I race out there, watch this guy, Chip Collins, speak for three hours. He mesmerized 500 people. I went up to him afterward, and I asked. I said, Chip, can I take you to lunch? i got to learn how to do what you're doing. He said, look, I'll let you buy me a lunch because I like a free lunch, and I'll tell you what to do. If you stay out of real estate, I own the five boroughs here, and I don't want any competition, and the chance you making a kid is one in a 1,000. Long story short, I did a 1,000 talks a year for the first three years because I had nothing to do, but... And it's what I wanted to do in my heart. And then people came up and said, oh, that story is so dynamite. Do you have it in a book? And so I put together a book called Stand Up, Speak Out, and Win. I sold 20,000 copies the second year in a business. So I went from 75 grand to 20,000 copies at $10 each. I made $200,000. And I said, this isn't a New York Times bestseller. It's not the number one bestseller. It's not an international bestseller, but it's my bestseller. And everybody in the audience would buy him, Joe. And I got to sign him. And you know how thrilling that is, you know, to think you're going to go impact another person's life and make a difference that makes a difference and leaves a lasting difference. So that started my whole multi-authored book thing. And then I get with Jack. We're both talking to 6,000 people in different times. And he comes up to me and said, I said, you don't have to tell me. I know you're Dr. Jack Canfield, and I know exactly who you are and what book you've written and sold 370 million copies of, you know, 101 Ways to Build Self-Esteem in a Classroom. Anyhow, we synchronized time and space, had what some people would call a bulk and mind meld. We just, I taught them how to do short stories that were impactful and people wanted to buy all the books and tapes. We did chicken soup and, you know, long story, 20 years now, but it, uh, starting 20 years ago, we've sold now a half billion books. We've done $2 billion at retail, a billion dollars in licensing because I started that and it's still rocking and there's a major move, two major movies coming out shortly. So um, once movies are open and movie theaters start again, it's done. It's we're in such a, an amazing time that we got to get the economy open again. That's why I'm so keen on capitalism and free enterprise. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I truly agree. I actually live in a state where we're basically open. So Which state? I'm in South Dakota. Oh, good. So, wow. 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 Yeah. Wow. Yeah. We got so a lot we're, of friends we're, there. Yeah, we're open. So it's been um, kind of interesting because I know other parts of the country are not. And um, so I, I totally agree with you. I totally agree that we have to get things back open. But thank you for your story, Mark. That um, is so inspirational because you're right. When people are kind of at the low, lowest, there's just hold on because better is coming. There really, really is. And exactly. like you said, we're, cheer- we're cheering you on because. Mm-hmm. We've always we've all been at our lowest, and we've already we've already survived our lowest days, and we can yep. get this, and we can do this. So, what about the journey? Yeah. You know, it's always about a journey too. It's not you know like you ask and you're going to receive right away. But let's talk a little bit about the journey, or maybe if you guys have some stories of people that you know that have asked and gotten to be where they're at today. Sure, Joe. I mean, you're right. It's always a journey, and we say um, it's important to prepare to be a good asker and. Part of that, the first three parts of that are 
belief, okay? You have to believe that the answer is out there for you. And you also have to believe you deserve it. And some people say, well, how do I believe? How can you teach me to believe? And what I say, you know, is I'm just going to ask you to suspend all your disbelief, okay? And that's what faith is. And honestly, this life is nothing if it is not a walk of faith. I mean, I have to have faith that if I walk out and go get my car, it's all going to turn out well if I drive around, you know, and I'll, that I'll be safe. So life is a, a walk of faith. We just have to believe that things will turn out. And the more we believe, the more they do. So belief is the first part of preparation to be a, being a good asker. And the second part is action. Um, you know, as we start to take this journey, Joe, we find that, you know, we'll sit with ourselves, we'll start asking ourselves the questions, and we'll get, a, we'll get an idea. We'll get an illumination. We'll get a little bit uh, spark of a plan or something. Something will come to us. Well, then we need, we can't sit on the couch with our blankie around us. We need to take some action. Okay, that is God responding to us. You know, that is our brain going to work for us. In fact, in the research that we did, it showed that, um, the studies show that when you ask yourself a question, a different part of your brain lights up, and that is the part of your brain that does critical thinking. So asking yourself questions allows you to access a different part of your brain. All of your resources come to work for you. So that second action step is so important, putting your asking um, journey into action, you know, because when you get that idea, go pick up that phone right then and call that person that just came to your mind. Or, you know, when you see that something in a book, oh, there's the resource I needed, or a magazine or somewhere else, you know, act on it. Do something that takes you to the next step and the next step and the next step. Um, just like Mark did, you know, he was asking himself, like, I want to die. What? But, and, and his journey really started with asking God, you know, what, what am I supposed to do? What do I really want to do? And he got that illumination. I want to talk about things that matter that make a life-changing difference to people. And that spurred him, you know, it gave him the energy to go, okay, now I'm going to ask my roommates, you know, because he had no idea how to do that. He asked his roommates, and lo and behold, the guy knew the perfect guy to send him to. And that's how the asking journey works. It unfolds, but you need to be awake and aware and ready to take the next action step. And the next part of preparing to be a good asker is imagination. You know, God gave us these beautiful imaginations. Like we said before, we're the only animal that has the ability to imagine something, right? Um, we get to imagine and create our lives, but you need to use your imagination. You need to take time with your imagination. And Mark always say, and I always say, imagine your greatest scenario, whatever that is, and then work backwards and start to ask the questions on how you got there, um, because that's how you engineer your greatest life. And just trust that this journey will unfold for you, because you know, we all have dreams in our hearts. We were made with so much talent and ability, but we need to rekindle those, but bring those dreams alive so that we can get to our destiny by asking these questions and going along that asking bridge. Mm-hmm. I love that. I absolutely love it. Sometimes, you know, when you're in a funk, it's sometimes hard to imagine what you want. But if you start asking those questions, I think the imagination gets sparked even more. You know, once you start asking the questions, all of a sudden different things will come to light and all of a sudden you're noticing things that maybe you didn't notice before as well. So I love that you said that and I love that you guys wrote wrote about that because it's just imagining what it can be is just keeps you also going farther in life. So and taking action. Oh, my goodness. You know, I will tell you at the beginning of the pandemic, I, um, I, I hardly ever watched the news. I'll just tell you that. But I started watching the news more. Well, then what was happening is I was almost too engulfed in the news. So I'm like, shut it off. Just shut it off. And that's exactly what I did. And I started taking action toward what I wanted to do during this time that we had to be home. And, boy, I tell you what, it has changed my life. And I know other people who have done the exact same thing. And they've tried new things. They said, how can they make themselves better? And they've, you know, they've maybe tried gardening. They've tried other things. But it's different things that will keep you going. And so I so appreciate that with you saying that because it's, again, the imagination. I was on a call last night with a gal. She said, I would have never imagined three months ago I was a gardener. Now I'd be canning a bunch of stuff. (laughs) 
I'm like, I know, but that not that how it goes? You ask yourself what you can do, and that's how it goes. So, yes, thank you so much for that. So how about some stories um, of I've people that you know? Go ahead, I have Mark. the perfect story that fits right here, because imagination, there's no limitation. So we've got a great friend named Jim Stovall, and, and at 19 years old, he has spent his life getting fast and ready and then has high endurance and is going to be an NFL player, and sure enough, he gets recruited. Goes to the medical, and the doc comes back and says, kid, whoa, it hurts my heart to tell you this, but uh, you're going to be permanently blind in six months. Well, sure enough, it happened, and now Jim's self-incarcerated in a little 9 by 12 room and bemoaning the fact that all he's got is a television, a telephone, and a radio, and he's complaining, and the parents say, hey, look, Jimmy, get on to the blind people's meeting. Maybe they can get you out of this funk. Exactly what you just said. You've got to shut off the negativity and turn on the positivity and read books like ours, yours, ours, self-help action books. Anyhow, he goes there, and he sits next to a woman after he hears the echo chamber of negativity, and he said, you know, in the old days, to this woman, Kathy, sitting next to him, who's also blind, she's a court stenographer, and says, um, hey, um, you know, I used to love to watch action pictures and see somebody throw a right hook. I wish somebody would do something about that. This is the question for everybody listening out there that will get your entrepreneurialness going, which is will you take a problem, turn it into a solution for a profit. She says, wait a second, Jim, I'm asking you, why can't we do something? Why can't we do something? Sure enough, as you may know, they created narrative TV for blind people. 14 million people a month pay $10 a month around the world to watch narrative TV and movies, and it worked perfectly. Well, then I got a a book from Jim a couple years ago called The Ultimate Gift, and he said, would you write the forward and the afterward back page endorsement? And sure enough, I did. I said, it's such a powerful book. And I really believe, other than our book, he's one of the great book writers of all times. I said, this has got to be a movie. Jim says, so we interviewed him for our book, Ask. We, as you know, uh, Joe, we did all the stuff we knew about asking, having traveled to 80 countries and met a gazillion amount of people. And then we did all the study with all the people at Harvard and Stanford and Cambridge and found out asking works. So we interviewed 26 master askers like this guy who's blind, who emanates up pure wisdom and is eclectically insightful. And Jim says, hey, look, Mark, if I live to be 100, there'll never be a day I don't thank you in my prayers because you told me that my book, which became my number one bestseller, would be a great movie. And I made $100 million on the movie. So now I write books that I can't read and I write movies that I can't watch. So I'm deeply thankful to you, Mark. That's powerful. That's really powerful. Isn't it cool? Yeah, that's really cool. But, you know, that's, again, the power of the ask and the power of, you know, the imagination and turning turning that question, first of all, and turning somebody's problem into um, a profitable business or a profitable, you know, that they can use to, you know, pro- help other people. And it's just, wow, that is that just gives me goosebumps, actually. <laughs> yeah, so that is, every one of us, 8 billion people on the planet have some problem right now, different yeah. problems. And if they solved it for themselves and other people at a profit, they become an entrepreneur. And we yeah. need entrepreneurs to get the economy rocking again worldwide, yeah. and we need them fast. Do we do? We we absolutely do. We um we definitely need that. And you know, I, that's exactly why. You know, I mean, I I and I'm really I'm passionate about women. I'm passionate about helping women start businesses. And uh, I had a very profitable virtual assistant business for 10 years. And um, I've had so many people lately ask me how to start a virtual assistant business, all women. And so I put on a webinar about it the other night. And you know what? It was just so great to be able to see people kind of come alive again. They actually kind of started thinking outside the box again. And I'm like, that's what it's all about is asking, putting it out there. And people came to me. I haven't talked to them in five, 10 years and they came to me going, hey, I just remember you talked about this business. What's it all about? Well, that's them asking because they know they want something more in their life. And when they wow. want something more, then we're here to provide it for them. And I'm a true believer in that. So thank you guys for that. Now, we have about three minutes until break for our second break already. But how about one more quick story if you have that? Well, one thing I wanted to say, Joe, just to, to bring that one to a close, you know, life will is going to throw us a curveball no matter what. Always, All of us are going to get that curveball sometimes. Yep. And you you just have to remember to ask your way forward because there is literally no mechanism 
that has the ability to reveal what is hidden, like asking. And, you know, just like Jim became the person he was meant to be because of that curveball life through him. But he, he felt like he, there was no way out until he started asking the right questions. And that, I just think that's so powerful for all of us, especially right now and what you're doing for the women. You know, we have to start asking because asking is the thing. It's the mechanism that is going to reveal what is hidden to us. And then I'd love to share more stories after the break. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And just a little bit more about me that you guys don't know, but I lost my husband in 2010. And a month later, my oh, only child sure. went off to college. But after he, oh. the day he passed, I said, I just want to know that another baby's been born today. I just want to know that a baby's been born today. So I knew the circle of life was going on. So now I'm, I'm divorced and I'm widowed. And um, so somebody said, yes, I know somebody who had a baby. And so I'm like, okay. I, I have that. So, and that summer was really a tough summer for er- lots of different things. But the thing is I kept asking is, God, tell me where you want me to go. What do you mm-hmm. want me to do with this? Where do you want me to go? How am I supposed to use this to help other people? And it was after that. And I, I asked that question for years and I didn't actually really journal before that. And now I journal and I meditate, but it's, I was always asking myself that question. First of all, I asked myself, you know, what kind of questions I needed to ask. I asked others. I said, how do you see me? How, what do you think I should be doing Good. with my life? And then I asked God, where, where do you want me to go? And it was just so perfect, like right into what you guys were saying and right into what the book was all about. Because without that, who knows? Who knows where my life would have been? Who knows where other people's lives would have been if they wouldn't have asked? But just taking it from that and just slowly working the pro- uh, process and going through the grief and all that, and then moving on. So, yes, I so appreciate it, and thank you so much for sharing that story of Jim, too, and I'm anxious to hear more stories. So, ladies and gentlemen, when we come back after break, we have got great, a uh, lot more great information with Mark and Crystal. And if you have questions for this live show, it is 1-866-472-5788. And, um, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back after break. Voice America is available on your Google connected device. Okay, Google, play Turning Hard Times into Good Times podcast on iHeartRadio. Try it today. Are you tired of being just the status quo? Are you tired of not earning what you are worth? Most of my clients have fear to blame for that. Overcoming fear and feeling empowered helps navigate you to becoming your better self. As one of my clients says, Joe, you are a shining light in a dark world. Wow, that says a lot. Let's get you going to becoming your better self and recognizing when fear and obstacles come into your life. We all have fear and we need to overcome it in order to go for it. Let's help propel you to live your best life. Contact me at joehosman.com. I have a special offer just for listeners of Go For It. Learn how to maximize your business through the art of a mastermind. Being in a mastermind group can help propel you farther in life and business. Plus, you can also help others in their life and business. A mastermind group is defined as a peer-to-peer mentoring concept used to help members solve their problems with input and advice from the other group members. Since you are listening to the show, there is a place for you in my next mastermind group. For more information, visit joehosman.com. Streaming live, the leader in internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Listening to Go For It. To reach Joe Hausman with a comment or question about the show, please send an email to Joe at joehausman.com. That's J O at joehausman.com. Now back to Go For It. Welcome back to Go For It. This is Joe with my phenomenal guest, Mark Victor Hansen, and his beautiful wife, Crystal Dwyer Hansen. Oh, man, are you guys enjoying this as much as I am? I am just soaking this all up. So thank you guys so much. And during the break, we were talking about, you know, just the different ask and just asking for what we want in life. You know, 
I wouldn't have Voice Amer- I wouldn't have a show on Voice America if I didn't ask. I was at a speaking engagement and this another Voice America person was talking how about their radio show. I'm like, well, I want that. How do I get that? So she told me. And here I am four years later, a little over four years later. So Mark, you had a you had something about that you wanted to talk about, but it's about the journey, you know, and journey and the asking. Yeah. So yeah, yeah definitely talk all, to us about that. Perfect, because we're all on an asking journey. So two things. One is right before the break you were saying how you're a widower and you're divorced. So the question is, how do you find your right person? Well, you got to ask yourself. And when I was divorced long ago, I wrote down 267 things I would like in my ideal other person, the characteristics, the values. They had to be that we had to have the same values, the same spiritual beliefs. You had to want to travel. She so had to own her own business. And that's what I'd ask you to do for that. And then the second part, every one of us has a destiny and Crystal and I think that asking is a way to the destiny. So what you need to do before you go to sleep at night is ask yourself 400 times in a row, God, what's your destiny for me? God, what's your destiny for me? God, what's your destiny for me? And probably in the middle of the night, crazy time, like 2.58 in the morning, you'll wake up with the answer, but you've got to have a pen and paper next to the bed and tell your spouse or, or your sweetheart ahead of time, hey, when this answer comes, I'm going to turn on the light and I'm going to write down the answer because you'll forget it because everyone says, well, I never forget anything. Well, we'll forget that because in the middle of the night, you're going to be in what's called a hypnagogic trance and you're going to have that good, great, terrific answer that'll re-vector you to where you want to go because we're at a time in history that we all got to re-pivot, reinvent, transform ourselves into something newer, bigger, better, stronger. And all these adversities have opportunities hidden in them. Mm. Love that. And ask yourself 400 times. I've heard that, you know, I heard you talk about that before. So, and I will tell you, I actually started doing that and then I stopped. So I'm going to do that again. So thank you for that reminder because I forgot about that. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for that. And Crystal, you were going to talk about a story as well. Well, I just wanted to hit on the ask others part because that is such an important part of the asking journey. And just like your story, my story, Mark's story, anyone's story who, who has had some success or overcome adversity, we've all had to ask someone else for something, and like you did to get your show, Joe. And so the interesting thing is, in the research we did for the book, we found that, you know, people are scared to ask, um, talk, going back to those seven roadblocks to asking, which hopefully people will really cover in the book. But the, the research shows that our perception of human beings going into having to ask someone for something is completely flawed. We think that, like, people going into the study felt like if they ask someone, they'd appear to be pushy or ignorant or obnoxious or annoying. Um, and it, the exact opposite is true. Um, people are actually perceived to be more likable. People who ask more questions are more likable. And you know that the studies show where, that you're 80% likely to get your your question answered if you're at if you ask you're 80 percent more likely if you just sit back and think something's going to happen for you it's probably not if because our journeys require connecting with one another and being a resource to one another so we just have to you know get over the roadblocks that we have especially to asking others um and i wanted to share a really fun and interesting story that we have in the book because this one is really powerful uh, a friend of ours, her name's Rita Davenport. She was a TV personality. She was a broadcast journalist, had the, one of the popular TV shows um, in uh, Arizona, in Phoenix at the time, and she ended up starting her own cooking show. The show became a, a smash hit. It actually became the number one daytime show in Arizona. Um, She would have, she wrote the show. She and she was able to get all the guests. She'd have all the famous chefs like Julia Childs and Wolfgang Puck. And everyone loved the show because she's funny. The whole thing, just the way she set it up was so successful. So she had this fabulous idea, wrote a, wrote a business plan about it. She thought, you know what? This is so good. I could start, we could start a cooking network. She made an appointment to visit, to have a meeting with the corporation who owned her station at the time. And she had a lot of credibility because she was the top show. She met with them, sat down, explained the business plan, told them all the reasons it would work. And they patiently listened and then looked at her and said, Rita, this is, you know, we know your show's great. Everyone loves it. You're tops. But this will never work. No one will ever want to watch food preparation all day long. 
a food network would never be successful. <laughs> so Rita took, um, you know, her tail between her legs, just put it on a shelf. Well, in the meantime, as her cooking show was going on, there was at the competitor station, there was a guy named Jack who was the manager of that station. Every day when Rita's show came on, he would lock himself in his production room and t- get his notebook out and take copious notes. Everything she said, everything she does, it was like he, the, some of the, her friends who worked at the station said, Rita, we think he's, he's got the hots for you. He's like obsessed <laughs> with your show. And um, lo and behold, Jack went on to create the cooking, the Food Network, oh. um, using Rita's exact model and template and show. And at the time he sold it, his name's Jack Clifford, his, um, he got out of it at some point. It was worth $3 billion. And he and Rita connected later at a black tie function because they're both in that, in that space in the industry. And she confronted him. She said, Jack, you know you stole my idea, didn't, don't you? He goes, yeah, I did, Rita. I did. Um, she goes, you know, the least you could have done is share a little bit. It's a lot of reciprocity. And he kind of laughed it off. But what a great lesson for all of us to never give up on asking because that happens to a lot of us. We ask and then someone tells us no and we turn tail and go away and we never ask again. And Rita calls that my $3 billion business mistake because Uh if she had kept going, she would have been the one who launched the Food Network. It was her idea. Mm -hmm. It's a tough mistake. It's a tough mistake to learn, but yeah, I mean... Who knows, you know, the different ideas all of us have, you know, there could have been so exactly. much. I mean, he, she knew about it at least, but how many of us, you know, think of an idea, tell somebody, then not know what's going to happen with it and somebody else runs with it. But, you know, that's the power of ask. That's the power of, you know, with, um, with Rita, I mean, that's her $3 billion, you know, entrepreneurial mistake, unfortunately. But if we keep asking and keep going after what we want in life, you know, and and a lot of times, like Crystal just said, if somebody tells us no, then I know for myself, sometimes I get stuck and then I don't go any farther. But actually what we need to do is keep going farther. We need to keep asking until the answer is yes, or keep asking until we find what we're looking for. Again, there's so many times that you know, I back down from things that maybe I should have went further with, but also there's times that I'm so glad I went as far as I did or, and I'm even seeking to go even farther. And now reading their book, Ask, the bridge from your dreams to your destiny has really sparked a lot of interest back in me. And maybe some different things that I hadn't thought of for a long time are kind of coming back into fruition. And during this time of pandemic, is really a good time to really start thinking. And we've had a lot of time at home. We've had a lot of time downtime and really getting back into thinking and doing and doing more even with our lives. Like I said, I was on a, and I'll keep talking until these guys come back on, but uh, I was on a group call last night. And like I said, the one, my one friend said, I would have never thought I was a gardener, but she had read some books and decided she wanted to do some gardening. And so they built an upright garden and they got them back on again. And so, I mean, she got the garden going again and it has just been fun to see her transformation. And now she's um, canning and all that. So Mark, we have you back on. Yes. I don't know. The phone gods cut us off. I apologize, Joe. It wasn't anything we did knowingly. I don't know what is the last thing you heard. So you'll have to tell me. That's okay. It was Crystal talking about Rita and with her uh, $3 billion entrepreneurial thing that didn't, you know, that uh, Jack Clifford, um, Rita, you know, started Rita the is just, just two or three cute things about Rita. She is one of our best friends. Mm-hmm. She had, went on to run a great company called Arbon, and she, her best friend coming out of Tennessee was a little woman, I think, you know, Dolly Parton, and she always mm-hmm. introduces her as, this is my breast friend, Dolly Parton. Oh. <laughs> she said, the reason she has little feet is nothing grows in the shade. <laughs> you know, uh, just, and, and she adorable. teases her. And, and, you know, and that's part of what asking is, is that you've got to ask to have superb friendships, ask to have influence. I mean, seeing as you did one earlier biblical reference, the other one here is Solomon and Psalm 72 said, you're supposed to be an influencer of influencers. The only way to influence anyone is by asking yourself, how am I going to influence? And then number two is, what am I going to influence to? I mean, like, right now we're trying to influence, how am I going to sell a billion books by, 
you know, that this decade, because no one's ever done it, right? And everyone says, well, you can't do that. Well, I couldn't sell a half billion books. And then if you think about it, Roger Bannister couldn't run a four-man mile until he did it. And then the next week, 119 people did it. And the Wright brothers were told by their father, well, if man was meant to fly, he would be born with wings. And Orville and Wilbur proceeded to fly. And right now we've got a guy named Elon Musk that's just changing the world electronically and has the fastest growing auto company ever and has said he's got a battery coming up that's going to be as little as your thumbnail and last a million miles. So yeah. we're in an exciting time, and that's why I'm saying asking is the key. you got to ask yourself, like Elon Musk, what is it that I could do that no one else is doing that I could do at a great substantial profit to myself and to the world and to the, all the people of the planet? Does that make sense? <laughs> Absolutely. Um, that makes such total sense. And bringing you out there and, you know, asking that question is so phenomenal. And I do have a text message from Linda. She says, thank you, thank you, thank you for an awesome show. Joe, Mark, and Crystal, I have learned so much and I'm so inspired. So you're changing the world, Mark and Crystal, and I just thank you so much for that. We only have about uh, two minutes until the end of the show, Mark. And I'm unfortunately, I, yep. I don't think we got Crystal back on, but... How about some oh, I'm last sorry about that. We're in different to... rooms, so I can't bring her back. But um, that's okay. You ask anything you want, and I will gladly do another story or whatever you want me to do. Well, you know what? What I always ask everybody at the end of the show is if you have one last uh, quick story or some last parting words for my worldwide audience. You guys are so phenomenal, and I thank you so much for coming on. But if you have that, that would be great. Well, our, our book is just chock full of, of phenomenal stories, so it's hard to pick one. We want everyone to read all of them. Well, we gotta, we're going to end the show anyways, but ladies and gentlemen, definitely go to Amazon, and the book is called Ask, The Bridge from Your Dreams to Your Destiny, and it is like chock full of great information, so many wonderful stories in here, so many great questions to ask yourself. Ask, Remember, ask yourself, ask others, and then ask God. It is just it's such a great book. Um, I am enjoying reading it. As a matter of fact, I'm going to read it again. And remember, Matthew and the Bible, 7-7, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. And you'll definitely be doing that um, once you read this book. And listen, I know sometimes asking isn't easy. I know sometimes the no's can be really hard. But whatever it is, remember your why. Why you're doing what you're doing. Why you're asking what you're asking. Always make your why much stronger than any no that you're ever going to receive. And if you do that and you keep that in the forefront of your mind, it's going to be a great blessing for you. Always remember your why will be stronger than any no that you receive. So Mark and Crystal, thank you so much for being on my show today. I know we had some phone problems, but thank you, thank you, thank you so much. It has been my true blessing and my true honor to be able to interview you today. Ladies and gentlemen, if you want a, a copy of the Ask book, you can go on Amazon and find it, or you can just email me, and I will definitely send you a copy as well because that's how powerful I think this book is. And as always, I want you to reach your full potential of becoming bigger, better, bolder, and stronger with each and every day. You can go to my website as well, johosman.com. And always remember, you are stronger than what you give yourself credit for. So go out and be great today. Be great always. And along the way, show some kindness and love wherever you go. Be a blessing to others. And you know what? It wouldn't hurt just to give somebody a smile because we never know what others are going through. Have a great week. God bless. And we're going to see you next week for another exciting show. Thank you for listening to Go For It. Be sure to come back next Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition with your host, Joe Hausman, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a great day and an even better week. Thank you.